The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Y'all know we got a special guest today. We're going to have some fun talking a little bit of Sooner football here on the Sooner or Later Sports Show. Man, I am your host, Jay. Thank y'all for pulling up here on the YouTube channel and listening wherever podcasts are downloaded and listened to while you're here. Please wipe your feet, like, subscribe, rate, review. Give us five stars. You don't think we deserve it? So go ahead and give us five anyway and gift it. So without further ado, we're not going to waste anybody's time. We got special guests here on the show. We got the man himself, the man, the myth, the legend, the one that we've synced out here doing some stuff. <laughs> Justin Harrington in the house. What's good, my guy? Thank you for taking some time this evening to hang out with us. What's up, what Justin? How you doing, brother? What's going on with you guys? Hey, man, you know, just holding on like a hubcap in the fast lane, man. Yeah, we we excited to have you up in here. <laughs> good Hey, so, you know, we got people, of course, in the comments and stuff. Everybody got their questions and such. You know, we going we gonna to let them get their questions in or whatnot. But, Justin, we got to ask the initial question. You know, we talked about it in the background while at the same time knowing that um everybody going to ask this, too. How you doing in recovery, man? You know, a lot of us was really heartbroken when we seen you go down. That, like, uh, I, it brought a tear to my eye because I was like, dude, this dude's out here cooking. He, he doing it, holding down the deep. And then you got her. How's recovery going? Man, honestly, um, when it initially happened, I was just still kind of – I had to go in that mode again just from, like, junior college. And I was like, well, I, I guess if they don't tell me any news that I'm trying to hear, I'm going to play. And I'm going to play through the whole season like I did before. So, I mean, once I got that news and once I got um, surgery, I kind of just been on like a, you know, you can't change anything now. So just like let's let's take it day by day, and you know those hard days do do come, but you know just right now like I'm I'm on the up and up, and you know getting close to that day to coming back. So um, just just encouraging the guys. What's that? I say yeah, yeah, yeah. Just encur- encouraging the guys, um, getting ready for like this bowl game, and then letting them know this is still a big opportunity um, um, to for the guys who's getting drafted, and then you know. For the guys who need to, uh, like a boost going into uh, next season, so this is just letting the guys know that this is still important. That this is still part of our season. The, um, I mean, obviously you you you're, you got Desan McCullough comes in. You know, we're, we're working with the, uh, you know, the the shifting in and out. And who's going to be the starter? I mean, you take the job, you come out. I mean, you're you're fired game one. And then that happens. Um, I mean, how did you? What What did you do to really keep yourself engaged and kind of you know continue to be there? Um, you know, you got leaders on the field, but I mean, still there's 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 guys on the sideline like yourself that need to be there. Um, you know, kind of encouraging folks. Uh, you know, what did you do to just keep yourself mentally just you know right in the right spot and you know not not, not to get I guess too down on the situation. Um, I mean, I just keep myself involved. I know, like, my first, um, when I tore my ACL on my uh, right leg, I just uh, remember just it was COVID and it was a lot of things that I wish, like, I mean, I got disconnected from. So um, just now it's kind of easier because that's what coach preaches, just being family and being, you know, all together as one. So I just 
trying to force myself and uh, just be engaged even, you know, when it's meetings or, you know, if it's in the huddle and put myself kind of put myself as a shield, you know, for those guys to before the coaches get to them and, you know, like give them a word coming from, you know, player to player and coming from somebody they know that, you know, bust their tail. And, and they know that, like, we all put the work in together, so they know it's coming from, like, a good place. So just, just put myself fully and in, in fully invested in, in the program and fully invested in just just my role as a leader on the defense. So That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay, so let's kind of go back to some of your, some of your roots, right? You know, Brevitables takes over in 2021. You know, things – you had your injuries in the past, and things weren't working out, and you decide to lead the team. And then you came back, you know, what made you come back? I, I know I've watched you on uh, the OUDNA video when they talked about you and you getting the scholarship back and everything. What made you want to come back to this team at that time, right after uh, Venables took over? Um. Well, obviously, like, we're just in this day and age, you know, the last 10 to 15 years, uh, Coach, Coach V kind of just been, you know, tearing up the, the college football um, on a defensive mindset aspect. So that was just mm-hmm. a no-brainer, and I just respected him just as a coach. But uh, just coming back and, like, just I, w- I was thinking, like, I, I committed to this place, and, and I'd be wrong, like, to leave So that's because that's not really a commitment. And, you know, I see an opportunity and, and, like, what my peers and, like, I watched the whole 2021 season just at home and just I'm – you know, criticizing from a from a point of love and point of wanting people, wanting my guys to get better and want, wanting them to be the best. Mm-hmm. So I knew that we needed – I knew that I felt like I brought a different aspect back to the team as well, and and maybe it just wasn't forefronted with that staff. So and I just felt like I, I could use another opportunity with this staff and maybe they'll, you know, respect it and, and kind of buy in, have me, help me buy in. That's a good point. They, uh, I saw it in the chat already. Everybody always wants to hear whether it's recruits, what's your favorite, you know, what's the thing you look forward about dealing with Schmitty the most. Jay, give me a, give, give me a Schmitty story. What, what's your, what's your, what's your best, uh, big dog story you got? Um, I would and say before the most, you say the something, one, before you say something, the, though, so you've got, you've got the two perspectives, the past regime. <laughs> with, with Benny and then you got Schmitty, Schmitty, and Schmitty, the big difference. I also want to know just how big of a difference is it with him too? With the difference between who? With Schmitty the two uh, different strength coaches. You're going from, you know, the old regime, the old coaches, and now Schmitty. And then you got to give us a good Schmitty story of whenever you had some uh, some fun interactions with him. Okay, so the difference – I would say the difference between uh, Coach Wiley and Smitty. So, uh, with that staff, it was just, like, uh, effort-based. Like, as you can tell, it was, like, an effort-based defense. So, mm-hmm. like, a lot of scheme. I would – compared to Coach Venable's defense, it wasn't, like – it wasn't as schemed up. It wasn't – you know, it wasn't a chess match. It was just, you know, be fast and, and, and give effort and, know you know, know the play and know your, know your job. But, um, like – I say that to say that most of most of the workouts that we did with Wiley was like similar to like CrossFit and you know explosion and speed like speed dominant workouts and things like that. Um, with Smitty, it's more so like mindset, and it's like almost the workouts are almost impossible. But it's like how far can you take yourself to 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 get it done? And you know, like 
-hmm. he brings up like just letting each other down and you know like like a lot of people are counting on you and you know that like that's why guys like me guys like billy you know are always like in the front we always lead so so once smitty is not there they know that the work that we putting in is coming from you know our effort and we what we know what it takes so like that's what i would say that would be the difference like you don't he don't he pushes you to um you know, pass your goals and, and what you think you can do. So I would say that'd be the difference. The, uh, our, our, our boy PG says that he talked to CJ Colden about a PB and J on a tortilla. Have you tried a PB and J on a tortilla? Cause Colden said it's fire or I guess I he mean, said to no. I believe it'd be good. It's like, I mean, like, a you know, a grilled cheese, like tortilla, like a kind of like a quesadilla just with cheese in the tortilla. But like, I mean, it wouldn't be bad. I, I just, I wouldn't stop my day to, you know, make it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got, one, we got one from the chat. We're going to go ahead and get a couple questions yeah. from the chat. So Stacy asked the question, what's your special, what's the specialty meal that you cook? Because it seems like you on social media cooking all the time. What, what, you, be, what you be throwing down on? Um, I'm a big pasta guy, so I like Cajun pasta. Or I like, you know, chicken Ooh. Alfredo. Um, but, you know. I mean, I cook chicken wings or macaroni. I love cooking macaroni. So, I mean, yams is probably one of my favorite. I would call okay. it meal. Yams, word. Yams. You be throwing down the yams like on uh, like on uh, Thanksgiving or whatnot? Yeah. I cooked Thanksgiving this year. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Okay, yeah. okay. Okay, that's a good one. All right, let me uh let, let's let's jump back into the, to the Schmitty workouts, man. Did did Schmitty ever make you get sick? Did you ever like pass out, throw up, anything like that from any of his workouts when you first got to know him? No, nah, like I never had like I just kind of like I, I don't know. My mindset <laughs> is just like I feel like I just don't want somebody to say like, "Oh, like I made you like give up or like I made you like throw up or you know like so like that's my mindset, you know. I just like show no weakness, you know, because I know he's like just a he's just a, he's a straight like he's a bland like straight to the point guy. So it's like only thing that you can do to show it and to gain his respect is be in the front, you know, speak up when you, when guys are not being um doing you know holding up the standard and 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 just holding everybody accountable. So like if you can do that, like you'll be on his good side. It's just like you know. Everybody has those days or, like, those freshmen have those, you know, those couple days that they got to get through. And, you know, once they figure out, like, they can do it, and once they figure out it's not that bad and, and everybody's doing the same thing, it's just about your mindset that, like, that's when you, that's when you see, like, we, we turn around a whole season just, just, you know, keeping our head down, just keeping it about the work. Are you uh, going to be traveling with the team on the bowl game or are you uh, uh, allowed to at this point? Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be traveling okay. with the team. Good. Yeah, that's Good. dope. That's dope. Okay, question from the chat. So everybody hearing that you're a big-time bowler, huh? That's what you be doing. You be bowling, huh? You be out there throwing them balls, huh? All right, we got to know. What's your best game? What's your what's the best game you've rolled so far? So I bowled. My best game was uh 270-something, like a 276 or something. So What? That was like my best <laughs> game. I haven't gotten close to that in a while. Like I bowled maybe a two. Oh, I bowled uh, me and Jalil. We were doing a two on two. It was me and uh, Key against uh, Jalil and uh, Josh Faneuil, and I bowled a two thirty six on that. Like 
I had to. They can bowl though. Like they can bowl. That's that's probably like the the bowl group. Like we'll, we'll mix it up teams and stuff. But like they they can bowl. Hey, I got a funny bowling story about Norman. Uh, back when I was on campus, uh, I went uh, went bowling. And me and my girl, it was on a, on a Saturday, and uh, I, I was I was rolling a perfect game, and, and and just screwed the pooch at the end there. But some dude was walking up and taking notes, and then I started my next game, and I like went seven six spare or something like that, and I turned around to see what his face looked like, and dude, dude was gone. He thought I was a prodigy, and then I just realized I got I was lucky. <laughs> you should have hey you should have bag and like picked it up like i do this <laughs> that was with my off hand i'm actually left-handed yeah no, you know, i'm uh, practicing with yeah. my right i'm trying to you know see if i can master it on both hands i'm gonna lie like that yeah i think yeah. uh, uh yeah, my best game is 160 at most i ain't never hit no twos yet but dang man that's crazy that's crazy hey, really, hey no for real though for real for real my my mama beat you it would have 160 she'll kill you See, really? see, see, that's the thing about it. So, so I'm guessing you're a family of bowlers, yeah. is what you're telling me, right? Yeah, and believe it or not, like it took me like like a year to like pick up, like actually like compete. Like, I mean, we always compete, like we used to always go bowling, but like, you know, like just learning, like mastering, like how I how I bowl, like with a curve, and you know, like just kind of like finding that spot, like the pocket and stuff. Like it just took me like just over time. I was going like. Uh, when I first got here in 2020, I was bowling like almost every day. Like we'll have like two o'clock kickoffs. I'll wake up in the morning, like nine o'clock if it was a home game and I'll go bowl like six games, come Dang. back, take a shot and then chill until like the two thirty kickoff. I'm like, man, like I used to bowl a lot, but I got to get back on that. Man, my shoulder hurt thinking about that. I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. I got all the scar <laughs> tissue in my arm from baseball and I, I got to bowl with my left arm now. So once you get in that zone, like I'll bring like my AirPods or something, like, and then like once you get in that zone, you'll look up and be like, "Game five, you be like, dang." Yeah. Do you uh do, do do all the guys go with you uh pretty often, or do you just solo it? I try to invite them, but I think they're scared. Only a couple guys come, but like we've had a couple big groups, but you know, they they know it gets serious. Like we'll we'll bowl the first couple, and then we'll just be like. All right, we're gonna slide our game over here because it's about to get competitive, and, and I know okay. y'all. Just, yeah, like you know y'all are here for fun, like. So, so they, do they recognize you at the bowling alley, or can you go in there incognito and nobody recognize who you are? I mean, they recognize me, but they just—it's just you know. They leave, they, they let you do your thing. That's yeah. Just they yeah they just know I just come in and just chill bowling. <laughs> That's the All beauty right. of being in Oklahoma. They give you that. Got one question yeah. from the audience here. What's your what's your favorite and least favorite parts of living in Norman? Oh, that's a good. <laughs> that is a good question. That is a great question. Um, I'm gonna do my what I like and then what I don't like. Um, obviously football. You know, like the buy-in, like just other community. You know, coming to the games and coming to support us. Like, I think that's so cool. Because, I mean, I went to a high school just in the inner city. We just, like, we had support. But, you know, it was just a lot of stuff going on in my city. So, just, you know, it wasn't like a packed game unless until, like, the playoffs and stuff. So, but one thing 
that I do, I mean, that I don't like is the options, the food options. Like, uh, like we don't have, like, the only thing, the, it's one thing that can save the whole city of Norman, and that's cookout. Like, if you just put cookout right, like, replace it with canes or something, the city would be way more happy. Okay. <laughs> While football is not, like, yeah. during the spring, they'd be like, we got cookout. You know, we can wait for the season. Like, we got cookout. <laughs> Dude, cookout in Bojangles is, is, yeah. Yeah, that's elite. That's elite East Coast food right there. Yeah, you want to get it right. They don't know. We have the best food. The in South, Raleigh? The Southeast, the Southeastern part of the United States. Best food. Fair. Are you got an argument? Are you a are you a Carolina barbecue or a Kansas City barbecue? Um, I I like Carolina barbecue. I like the uh, vinegar base just because that's what I grew up on. But you know, I, Kansas City is like sweet, huh? Like mm-hmm. a little bit more yeah. sweet. Yeah. yeah, I like I like Kansas City. I like sweet. Um, I like yeah, sweet and spicy. Like that's what type of guy you know. I'm a sweet and spicy wing type of guy, stuff like that. So, yeah. I like both, though. But a lot of people don't like the vinegar base. I like it. Hold on. I'm just making sure I heard this right. We can clip that and put it on Twitter, right? You said I'm a sweet and spicy guy. It's kind of what you just said. So, nah. we're cool <laughs> to put that on Twitter, right? You can't do that to me. No, you can't do that to me. No, nah, we won't do it to the kid. We won't do that to the kid. We, we'll, 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 we'll let you survive on that one. That's, that's funny. All right. Um, we got a question from the chat, which is good. Um, who's the best captain you've had the pleasure of balling out with on the team? So you've been here since 2020. Who, who who's the captain that that you that you like balling out with? Um, I feel like. Uh, Oh no! This is a this is a hard question. I got two guys. So one was just because I feel like just coming in, it was just interesting to play with him. Like he wasn't like a crazy captain. He was just like a, you know, watch me do it. And that's TB, like Trey Brown. I feel like he just okay. Like you know, he's a he's a freak. He's not a freak of nature, but it's just like for what he's doing and just like he's just a player. He's a ball player. So like I felt like that was cool. And then um, B.A., I felt like Brian Asamoah, that was cool. Like he was, I just liked his play style. I felt like it wasn't like the – it wasn't a unique, you know, Oklahoma linebacker play style. Um, just – I mean, it was new just with Kenneth Murray. Um, and, you know, just like that, you know, linebacker body and just being able to run from sideline to sideline like that. I felt like both of those guys was was amazing at that. So just, just the wild, you know, unique play styles. Um, they used to call it TV Twitch, and I was like, it, it fit so well because he was just so quick. Like he was just so he was like a cat. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those guys, those 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 were interesting playing uh, playing with. And Spence Spencer Rattler, he was cool. Uh, I, I like Spence. Okay, that's a uh, that's that's good. Yeah, I was just looking at that clip from in the uh, was it the conference championship game when he when he chased down the the wide receiver on that that tunnel screen and man that just still blows my mind how he i mean it's not the dk metcalf one but i mean it's it's pretty daggum close i mean he's he was just i mean he was flying down the sideline yeah no tb fast my uh but the the practice before i tore my acl in 2020 
um, they used to post our chart, like our speed, our catapults. We ran like 23 miles per hour on the same day. TB fast. TB yeah, respectfully fast. Hey, show show is fast too, especially you know when you're putting up. What are you uh, what what are you sitting at right now? Uh, you sitting about two eighteen, two twenty. Yeah, I waited like two seventeen this morning. Okay, okay. and you still uh, when you're going through the ACL, like I I had an MCL tear and a meniscus tear, and granted I wasn't. I mean, I was collegiate athlete, but it was on baseball. So, I mean, but on football side, you know, when you're testing out for speed and stuff, uh, is there a difference in the in, in the rehab, um, you know, strength versus speed, agility, or is it uh, is it just kind of come come and go uh, uh, as you're as you're going through all the rehab? Um, I feel like um, at the beginning of my rehab, it was just kind of slow, just because I was having different post. I, like stuff like that I I thought I was going to know like oh yeah like I remember at this point you know I was here and it felt like this but it was just like it was different areas that was hurting than it was on my on my first one so I mean like now like I'm just it's like just kind of like on my high horse about like rehab and you know I make big jumps and big big jumps every every week and just having those checkups with the doctor and stuff they just you know they say I'm I'm they don't like to say I'm ahead of schedule, but you know, like they say I'm doing doing great. So, and that's what matters is that that hopefully we get you back. And so, oh, you Christy just popped up in here. She had a question for you. You apply for that medical red shirt, right? What what what's the uh, how, how does the status work on that? How does that work, and that potentially bringing you back? Honestly, I really don't know. So it's just like I just know that it's like a waiver that needs to be sent in to the NCAA, and um. I guess, um, I guess they look at my history and they go from there and see if I should get approved. So, I mean, everybody feels confident about me getting approved, but I'm still, you know, I'm doing rehab, just you know, expecting the worst, but praying for the best. Like, you know, if I if I don't get the year back, I just got to get ready for the league. And I, like, honestly, I I feel like I'm ready. So, I mean, and even if I wasn't, I would have to get ready. So, either way. All right. Nice. Nice. All right. So we just saw Danny Stutzman potentially going to the draft and, you know, we're all wondering what's going to happen if it's official, if it ain't official, the scoopers put it out there or whatnot. But so I got to ask you about having Stutzman in practice, him and Jaron Kanick. I know they're clowns. I know they be clowning. See, there's a smile immediately came out. So I, I know I'm hitting something, right? Give me a, give us yeah. a funny, someone actually asked this and Steven asked in the, uh, the chat. Give us a good Stutzman story, man. I know that y'all be doing pranks and stuff, man. Give me something good. No, they crazy. I I don't be doing the pranks because I just I don't know. I just I just watch from <laughs> afar and I just shake. Y'all crazy, but I mean, they just do so much stuff. They just like just like best friends. It's just cool, like you know, watching it. But um, oh, when they came in, when they came in the the team, the the segment meeting with the uh, the red hair, when the, the first ones they had. Oh, had like, yeah. Lightning, like lightning white hair and like purple tips. And Danny came in with the, I was just like, I like, they know. I was just like, man, y'all tripping. <laughs> y'all tripping. Y'all tripping. Were, uh... And then Coach, Coach V was just like, he, because he has like this screen in front of him where he watches mm-hmm. film on, but we watch it on the, on the big screen. And he's like, like in the middle of his sentence, like talking about whatever we were talking about. 
he like look around. The, he looks around the little screen. He's like, "Do you know that you guys like damaged your hair like forever?" And they just looking like, I mean, like they had nothing. To that it was funny. I was just like, "Y'all are crazy." <laughs> now, coach, coach, yeah. me, coach, me time with the little dyed hair thing with them. I was just like, "Yeah, y'all are crazy." I couldn't do that, but it's cool though. It's funny. That's so that I, funny. I see in the chat. Who is the most challenging uh, offensive player that you've gone against uh, in, in practice? Who's the one that really just either got underneath your skin or was just, you know, like a tall wee walker where he comes at you and you're just like, man, I just don't want to do this today. I just don't want to have to tackle this full today. Who who, who who sticks out? I haven't I haven't lost to Tawi, but but just watching, like he he had he's like the most outstanding. Like he just he just does his job. Like when he comes in, he just makes like the best best of his opportunity. And like me and him just grew closer because we had like similar, you know, like we had similar upbringing in the like college football world. You know, just beating the odds and stuff. So like me and him are kind of close. But um, I would say Tawi um, Jackson is just amazing. Like he's he's good. Like he's 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 gonna be good. Um, mm-hmm. We just got a lot of guys, like a lot of guys in that receiver room. We just we got a lot of guys, buddy. It's just we're big on like opportunity, and as you can see, like these last four games, like Jay Gibb. I've been telling guys about Jay Gibb like for the longest since last year fall camp. Like mm-hmm. Jay Gibb, and my dad talked about Jay Gibb before he really even like you know even knew he was just like it. Well, if that guy like right there number one, he was like. If if he got a lot to do with your offense and, and he he has a big role in your offense, like y'all gonna go far. And, and I was like, just wait. I tell him all the time, like if you get him up there, he'll tell you. Like I tell him all the time, like I called his stats out almost like the last game. It's like he gonna have a touchdown and he probably gonna break a hundred almost. If not, he gonna have eighty for like five. Wow. He did it. As soon as I said right that, there. The next drive, he yep. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. So we got two questions for you. One from the chat. Real question: Gumbo or Jambalaya? Which one you got? Um, <laughs> I like Jambalaya because, like, I, I mean, well, I like gumbo because I like soups. Like, I grew up on a lot of soups, so it's just more like it's a not water based, but it's a water based. And I guess like Jambalaya is like just. I mean, it's good. But Ice I and everything, gumbo, yeah. Okay, okay. You can gumbo. All right, then I got another one for you on that. So back to football itself. On the defensive side, I mean, it was you at you at Cheetah with McCullough and a little bit of Kendall Dolby or whatnot. Out of the younger guys underneath you that, that you basically become a mentor to as you're, you know, a seasoned vet, which one have you taken really under your wing that that's that's always underneath you asking questions and trying to learn all the time? What's the young pup that you that you see is going to really be bright on that defensive side of the ball? Um, young guy, Day, Day McCullough. He's he's going to be a dog. Okay, <laughs> some day love. Yeah, Day's going to be a dog. Um. Josiah Wagner, he's gonna be a dog, and then um, just a g- guy that I'm closer to, more so, um, is RJ. 
Yeah, RJ. Okay. I love it. I love it. So I see some people asking the question on here. So Austin, your question around the medical red shirt, he has applied for it. He had to wait till the season was over. We're just waiting to find out the results. The anticipation is, you know, God willing, we're going to get that bad boy. So we're going to keep praying for it. Because, of course, we want this man back here next hey. year, especially going hey. to the SEC. And if God can't handle it, Justin already gave me permission. We're just going to roll up to the NCAA offices, man. We're going to roll up in there. You know, I got my ski mask ready. You know what I'm saying? There you go. <laughs> I got the black SUV ready. We can, we can roll up on them. Um, far past the coup, one more. Going into the SEC, what what excites you about potentially playing in the SEC next season if we get this medical waiver? I just like the physicality. Like, I just love, like, I like somebody coming at me and, like, okay, we're going to see who really – like, I feel like the Big 12 is just, like, more finesse. Like, there's physical guys in the Big 12, Mm -hmm. but it's just, like, I feel like it's just more finesse. Like, I don't know. Like, I just – I can't wait till like, we just see if, like, how strong we are, like, how good. Like, I just want to – like, I just, like, test the waters and, like – I wanted to play in the SEC, but then it was like I just seen like the opportunity at OU, just in how my recruitment was like OU pushed the hardest, um, and a lot of SEC teams pushed hard, but you know, I felt like the opportunity was there, and you know, I guess it was meant to be. Because I mean, I talked to my dad all the time. It's like I feel like overly physical, and like I just want to impose. So I want to impose it on somebody who's trying to like impose it on me, like you know. Like, I don't want to look like a bully. I want to look like it's a stalemate. And, you know, okay, I got the best in that rap. You know, somebody who's going to really, like, go at me. So, like, right. I'm just excited for the physicality for sure. Like, um, like you know, that's, it's just – I like football. That's it. Like, Yep. Yep. Um, all right. So, you saw the, uh, the playoff selection and everything. You know, obviously, we played Florida State in the bowl game this past year. Um, you know, that they, they got left out. Who, who do you got winning in the uh, first round, and who do you think's taking the whole thing? Mm. That's a hard question. Because cause Bama, I feel like Bama, Bama's always dangerous because they just got guys, they, they got tremendous athletes out, out there. But, like, like, they're dangerous because they, they've, like, persevered like throughout their season, like they they've overcome adversity and made it into like momentum. So like they'll always be a dangerous uh, team with momentum. And like I feel like they're the most dangerous because they have that one loss, and it's like they know what it feel like. And and there could be a little bit of you know of complacency having like being undefeated and stuff. So I mean I feel like Ben was a dangerous candidate, and and I just like I like Washington. Washington they they're, they're a good team. They, they're a pretty good team. I like I like watching them. They got good uh, playmakers on on both sides of the ball. So yeah, I, like I love to hear that. Love to hear that. Okay, because you've been here the last few years. Stadiums, traveling the country, playing in these stadiums. Which one was your favorite, and which one did you hate the most while being out there on the road? Like who had the best like, locker hate, rooms? Like, who had the worst was... locker rooms? <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, Nebraska, Nebraska Stadium. It was rocking. Like I, I, I like they vibe. Like I like they vibe. Um, the worst stadium. Um, 
I thought I thought Iowa State was going to be louder than what it was. So I would say like, I didn't. I mean, it was it was okay. Like, but I mean, it's a good environment. I just feel like I thought it, I thought it should be louder than it was. But um, but obviously the the Red River robbery. But that's like that's aside. It's a like that's that's on the elite tier scale. Like that's not that's not what we're talking about. Was the fields really bad at Iowa State? Because I've heard rumors that their field as well as like BYU's are just awful. It's like thick, soaked yeah. up. Like it's like soaked up mulch. Like not mulch, but like packed mud. Like it's just weird. It's just really thick. Like it's really thick. Like it's cut, but it's thick. It's weird. That's crazy. It's like, so. I'm going to call it right now. So I'm going to call that you get the medical red shirt. You coming back. You're going to come back with purpose more than you've had. I mean, like you've got, you're a guy who's had some purpose, had it, had it, you know, between the Juco route, coming back and just going through all that. So you come back with purpose and you ball out. How does first team all SEC defensive back, linebacker, whichever one they want to try to put you at, Justin Harrington? How does that make you feel? Like, like, does that just kind of blow your mind? It's crazy. I told, like, cause I told Billy, like, um, like in the summer, like right before we were about to um, go into fall camp, and I was just like, the Jim Thorpe is gonna come out, like, from out of this room. If it's from me or you, I said, I promise it will. But Billy got, Billy got, uh, we done ripped. Talk. He got chipped. Oh, we're not gonna talk about that, cause, like. This year is crazy. Like they are just not, no no offense no offense to the other guys because they like those guys are like they making noise. But like I feel like Billy's is just undeniable. Like like I heard for him because like I know like all like mm-hmm. after practice is like we we doing extra like even if we're the last two like we just like I know like the work he actually put in for that you know like I I like. Like, it, it sucks. Like I, I hate talking about it because he really just got robbed. But he that did. sounds good. I know the question was about you, but was... no, no, no. Hey, listen, listen. What do you think? So uh, my piggyback question on that one is: is you know you go on Twitter and the OU Twitter sphere is just out. It, it's just out of control. It, there's a lot of hype there. But like when you see. OU fans going crazy at how, you know, it's not just like, you know, crimson colored glasses or bias. Like, I mean, there's a lot of people like that do got ripped. So, I mean, like that's, that, that that's, that's kind of tough. But what do you think about Sooner fans just in general? Like how's your experience been over the past couple of years? Um, they're very passionate. Um, very passionate. And I just feel like that's just it's over the years, just the amount of buy-in and people growing up and, you know, just always liking the sooner, so and they're just putting it in their family and, you know, like just creating tradition throughout their family. So it's just like they really just would literally die about it. Like so I mean they they Sooner Nation is they they're up there in, in the fan bases just when it comes to, you know, support. And I feel like one thing that I could say about Sooner Nation though, we should uh like we just need to like promote other, um, you know, other sports. Like there's a lot of sports. Like and we see them like throughout the facility, and it's like sometimes like football players like we don't have the time to go support, but it's like 
that like we should pack those we should pack those um like you know the gymnastics like when we make I know they're like a good show women's basketball I went to a women's basketball game the other yeah. day like they they they're hooping man. and I ain't, like the boys are like under the boys yeah. are undefeated and I ain't even been to a boys game but I went to the girls game like they they hooping so y'all Sooner Nation go check them out for sure. Brown checks got them going crazy. Um, uh, so speaking of other sports, um, give me your opinion, and it's it's off the record. Does Jada got wow. more hops than Billy? Who? Jada got more hops than Billy. You said Jada. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, Billy's athletic, but I don't think Billy can do what Jada do. Like. I don't think Billy can do what Jada do. I feel like he can do it maybe once or twice, but Jada, she got it. Like she got it. That's sis got it. Like she, she's, she's like that. She is. I don't think. I, I don't think Billy can do it. Jada. <laughs> Not at all. At least she gave us an answer. He I gonna, figured you was gonna plead the fifth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He might be faster than her. I don't know. I don't know if he. I don't know if he got more hops than They have to just find that out. Billy gonna be mad tomorrow. Watch. You just uh, just be like, hey man, some guy that looked like me was on this podcast and he was talking noise. Don't look into it. Yep. I, I don't know who this is. Never heard of him before in my life. Yeah. All right, I got one for you. There. We got a couple of questions in the chat that I think are really good. Um, one, uh, I know Nick Anderson had answered this before on I think on the podcast on the Prairie or whatnot. But if you could change the song between the third and fourth quarter, what song would you pick? That's a good question. What's the song between third and fourth quarter? Now, I don't know. I I don't, I don't know. The song, a, honestly, hey, somebody in the chat, help oh, me out. Cause. Somebody in the chat, what's the song? Y'all, y'all tell us. I haven't been to a game in Norman this year. I've been on a road game, but I haven't been to be a game in Norman. I've been watching at home so that I could like immediately uh, be excited uh, and everything. Oh, Red River didn't. They don't play it. It might, somebody, somebody gonna post it in a minute. We'll figure it out what it is. But if you could choose a song, what would you want? Um, see, it, I feel like we should just um play dreams and nightmares because we go out like we go out um during the fourth quarter, like we hold the fours up and we go out to like the fifty yard line. And we all like huddle up, dreams and nightmares, cut all the lights off, and then everybody cut their flashlight on. It'd be lit, and then we gotta we gotta um. We got the little the lights. I'm telling you, it'd be lit. They need to let me do quality control. It'd be lit. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> it'd be lit. It's the Nakamura theme song. It's the Nakamura theme yeah. song. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's what they do but, now. But, yeah. But to be fair, though, like, we got trouble with that because, like, I mean, it's just, like, we're younger. And it's it's just hard because our, our, our fan base is, like, older, like, than us. Not fair. calling y'all old. They're just older. No, than, call them old. Like, they old. Yeah, it's we don't crazy. have. It's okay. It's okay. But like, we don't have a flashy like you know like fan base. We're about like you know working. You know like blue collar. You know point. we just. You know what I'm saying so like they like it's ski come on like it's just blown up. That's why people know it. But like you know, like I think Meek Mill with the, my idea would be lit. Yeah. Okay. Next question for you. Now, this is going back to the locker room and everything that's going on. We're in the transfer portal era and flip season for recruits. So, Neo asked the question, with with it being portal and flip season, are you guys in the locker room working to keep guys there and recruiting class intact? How is that going? 
it's just based on like you know guy's situation. Um, sometimes just like this is not the place for you not to say you weren't good enough, not to say like it's sometimes it's just like you know you fell into a, a you know an inconvenient batch of eggs. Like, but I mean, what we we have love for their decision, like we have love for the guys, and like like I can speak for me personally. Like, I mean, I'm more happy for somebody getting the opportunity, and if somebody else in it at a different place is going to give you an opportunity, then, you know, go take that opportunity, you know, with all due respect. And, and like, that's because caring for the person, not caring for, like, the person in the program, you know. Obviously, we want them to stay, but, you know, we also, like, you know, respect that everybody's opportunity or everybody's, you know, breaking out is not at Oklahoma or where they are now. I like that. I like that. Um, simulated crowd noise. Does that translate on get to game time? I couldn't hear you. What was that? Uh, the simulated cr- crowd noise. You know, they make that simulated crowd noise in there for practices to make y'all be able to feel like you're in an environment that's crazy. Does that really translate to game time? Do y'all really – does that really help? I mean, not. it's not crazy. It's just like it kind of like amplifies like – what's going on. Like if there's a call being called, like and we're getting a call from the sideline, it just amplifies like you really have to like focus in on like read lips and look at signs and stuff like communicating so you can over communicate so once it's, it's second nature once you get into that loud environment, once we're like, you know, away or something. So, you know, and they're loud on defense um, in our stadium. So just just getting used to it. Get used to um just using all your senses and communicating, over-communicating, stuff like that. Um, I feel like it works. I feel like, yeah, it works. All right, here, here's a, here's kind of a, a one-off question here. Um, because I already declared you got your medical redshirt. It's happening. It's happening. So next year, when you go to the NFL, you get to pick any of the 32 teams. Where are you going? Where would you like to go? See, I'm a Raiders fan, but I just don't feel like that's my fit. But it's cool. Like, I would play there because I would love to play there. But I think, like, I would fit in just, like, the Seahawks or – That's what I was about to say. Like, Cam Chancellor Eagles, Part 2. Yeah, like, I, like that's what I'm saying. Like, I'll play – like, that's what I was playing, like, in junior college. I love playing, like, post-safety, like, just being the, the high safety and just coming down in the run fit, hitting, like – Going like playing hash to hash, playing being able to play outside the hashes and just like show my range and athletic ability. But like cheetah's fun too. Like cheetah's fun. I do give okay. cheetah's fun. Good stuff. All right, got a good one from the chat from Austin. I like this question. So when you get back to the crib, back to Raleigh, you go and you get in town. Where do you have to eat? What's a must-eat place when you get in town? Cookout, Bojangles. Um, um, what's that place called? It's on the NC State campus, but they have the best, um, Philly cheesesteaks. I think it's called Rusty's or okay, something. Yeah, it's it's a couple places. Um, we got a lot of stuff, we, we just got a lot of stuff, but those are like the main like franchises, like the two main franchises you got to go to. I'm mad at that. It's funny to me that you're actually uh, that you're a Raiders fan out there from from North. From, from I figured, you know, 
the Panthers, you know, Cam Newton. Nah. I was old enough to not be a fan of Cam Newton. My brother played quarterback, and he was a fan of Cam Newton. Okay. So okay. Who's, I, I mean, who's your favorite? Uh, who's your favorite, or I guess uh, who you like to emulate the most when you're watching NFL right now? Say that again. I couldn't hear you. Uh, when when you're watching the NFL right now, like which which player do you? Uh, oh, he might have he might have gone. I think he uh, stepped to the wrong side he of the bounced. house. There we go. Oh, He's there. Back. It is there. It is. All right. Favorite NFL player who who or uh, who would you like to? Uh, you know, kind of emulate your game after. Yeah, who do you play like? Oh, what he hears? To... Uh oh, he hears? Yeah, I can hear, but I can't see. Oh, there yeah, it looks like, there we go, there we go. Who, who's, uh, who do you emulate your game after? Who, who do you think, who do you think that you play like, or who do you try to play like whenever you're out there on the field from the NFL? Um... That's hard. That's a hard question. Um, I would say that's a good question. Um, I don't want to say Cam Chancellor, but because his his cover skills were shaky. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But, so it's kind of hard to say Cam, but I like um. I like Derwin James. I like how Derwin James plays. Um, I'm a big JC Horn fan. He, 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 I like how he plays. I feel like uh, I have a similar game to JC Horn. And uh, yeah, kind of like that mixture, just like physical and just, you know, big bodies. I like that. Okay. All right. You know, we're, we're getting close to wrapping up. I know uh, you get the fam and everything to chill on. Um, which stadium are you the most excited to go play in next season? So we're traveling to Ole Miss, to LSU, to Missouri, and what was the fourth one? Uh, Auburn. Going to Auburn. Auburn. Out of those four, which one are you most excited to go travel to next season? I feel like LSU is definitely going to be the latest. LSU definitely is going to be the latest. Um, we play Bama at home. Yep. So Bama comes here, Tennessee comes here, and so does South Carolina. So we'll go to Missouri, Auburn, LSU, and Ole Miss. But yeah, I, I agree. LSU is going to be upset. Death Valley's just dope. I, I've been there a couple times. It's pretty fire. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's just going to be lit. I think that's going to be a good game. Just I love playing guys. It's just like trying to kill like you know like i watch all the games like that coach v like coach to the national championship like it was guys he was playing against like he was playing against you know jalen hurts and shoot like joe burrow like they were going at it like for a little while you know like the defense gave up a couple uh couple like one-on-one matchups but like man those games are crazy like you see like isaiah simmons in there uh, Skowski, Jamie Skowski, uh, Ryan Carter. You see, like, the guys, you know, just that's in the facility. We like, man, like, respect. Like, you always take coaching from them guys. And it's like, no matter what, like, you kind of, like, take tips and, you know, like, from their game. And we watch a couple of their clips and stuff. And it's like, like, you really respect it. And it's like, man, they right here, they just regular guys, you know, just trying to, like, understand and, like, 
that we that they were in the same spot as us. Like you know, we had the same goals and stuff. So okay, we got another good question well, man, here. Uh, Who's just- the- what, go ahead, Coop, real quick, and I got another. I got another set of questions from the fans. Before no, 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 knock, knock that out. Uh, get that, get that question in. Yeah, I think this is a good one. Who's the fastest on the team right now to you? Uh, we argue about this all the time. Of course, um, that's the reason why we got to well, ask Brendan questions. Is, <laughs> Brendan Thompson is number one. Like, just like that's number one. Like, he's number one, and um. I don't know. Like, I, I go at it with a lot of guys. Like, they just, like, I always just, like, well, when have you shown me that you're faster than me? That's why, like, I always, at every point, you know, so. I'm top three. I know I'm top three for sure. I'm top three for sure. There you go. But um, we got some fast guys. All right. Like, we got, we got. Oh, he got it again. The whole receiving core is fast. Key, key fast. Key, key's, key up there. He a four four guy for oh. sure. So we got guys like Billy's fast, Reggie Pearson. Our whole back end is pretty much fast. Canick run a four four, low. Um, Canick so fast. Uh, you got the corners, Gentry, uh, Jaden Rowe. We got some. We got a track team. That's what we got. We got a track team. That's Jacoby. Jacoby fast. We got some guys like that's. We got some guys on defense. Andrell on offense. Um, we need a relay team. That's what we need to do. There you go. It's a, it's a, it's a, you can go get the track team, uh, the football team versus the track team, and see if you guys can smoke them. I got a couple. I see. I got a couple of homeboys on the track team, and I'm like, I'm telling you, like, I run track, but I mean, obviously, I'm a bigger body now. But it's like I'm a stronger runner, so I mean, I always tell them, I'm like, man, I'm not going no track. I, that's too much. That's too much commitment to running. And I'm I'm way bigger than what I used to run when I ran ten five. Um. So last question for me is going to be: uh, you can exclude yourself that way uh, because, like I said, you're coming back. I already called that one. But uh, what are two names to look out for on offense next year? Two names to look out for on defense. So offense, um, oh, that's hard. That's hard. Um. Cause all, cause I feel like on offense, all the guys kind of like broke out, but I have to go with um, obviously Jackson, um, and probably Jay Gibb, Jaden Gibson. I mean, he 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 probably gonna be a big 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 piece. Uh, of course, Andrell, but you know, like I feel like Jackson and Andrell is just a no brainer, you know. But throwing throwing Gibb in, like he's gonna be a big piece, like. And on defense, um, I feel like uh, RJ is gonna step up. RJ is gonna step up, and I'm I'm excited to see um, like our Mason Thomas. Like he's, I feel like he's just a like a Will Anderson type. He's just gotta you know get healthy and you know stay healthy and take care of his body and just just want to dominate. You know, just take over take over the game because I know I I feel like he can. Cause I've seen him. As a freshman, when he really just, you know, was just being an athlete, and I, I feel like going in his third year, it'll be, he'll kind of like see his, see his um, work pay off. Okay. <clears throat> All right, we we'll get the last one for you, and we're gonna wrap it up. All right, um, 
recruits. Have you hosted any recruits? And who are you excited to see come into Sooner Nation next season with you? Um, I haven't hosted anybody in a long time. Um, <laughs> who am I excited to see? I, like, see, and, and I feel bad, like, no disrespect to them, because I know, like, recruiting, like, that's a big thing. Right. I'm really, like, I, I, I can't tell you, like, I mean, until they get here or until I've seen them, like, a couple times where it's like, but it's like, once once they come Saturday, it's like, I, I know their faces. I don't know. I can't. I'm going to be honest. I don't know. <laughs> until they right. get there. If you haven't hosted it yet, yeah, it'll be hard to remember. Get there. Yeah, and they get their winter workout uh, shirt and shorts, and I see them every day. I say, okay, all right, you know, just based off what they do or based off, you know, like how they stand out. Then I'll know them, but I, I honestly, I just, I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, well then in that case, since we know that come in the spring, I'm definitely definitely gonna get you back on to talk about some of the young guys. I'd love to hear your mindset. Is coaching in your future? Even if you go play the NFL after the NFL, is coaching in your future? So. I talked to me and Coach V were like, he was like, you won't be a coach one day. Like, you know, he's just always, you know, pushing us to be coaches, you know, just just because like learning and stuff like that, just teaching the younger guys and, you know, it's just natural. But um, I told him, I see, I don't, I wouldn't want to be a coach. Like, you know, I just, I, I like to help people. I would coach kids. Like I would coach kids, but my obligation of coaching and, and like, no. Mm-mm. I I I it's too much. It's too yeah. much. I'll be a trainer probably. I could be I could train like oh, I yeah. couldn't coach. That's a soul mission coach. trainer. Um, but but I do respect it. Like that's that's a that's a totally different buy-in because like you're meeting like people's families and they're trusting you to take care of their kids and not to say I'm wouldn't be responsible enough or you know what I'm saying. It's just like it's a different obligation and that's why I like like coaches, you have to be like I'm a family guy. Like I can't be away from my family for too long, and and I mean, it's just not in my future. I, I so you're the next Schmitty, then, is what you're saying. You're gonna be Schmitty out there training kids. No, nah, I couldn't be Schmitty. <laughs> that's his. That's what he goes out on right there. He had to close out with Nah. I can't be Schmitty. So. I think if he uh, if he comes back on, I'll uh, I'll uh, get him. Oh, here we go. Maybe, maybe I think we may have lost him. But anyway, that was Justin Harrington. We probably have lost him for the night, and that'd be fine. We'll let him enjoy time with the fam because he's a family guy. So thank y'all for pulling up as usual here to the show. You know myself, Wit Coop. I'll pull him out for now. Looks like uh, we'll see if he 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 tries to get back in, but. I think we'll wrap this bad boy up, put a bow on it. Thank you for pulling up to the channel. If you're new to the channel, hit that like button as well as subscribe. If you're not subscribed, I don't know why you're not subscribed. We try to bring as many players on to talk ball, learn more about them and everything. And, you know, they're young, so they don't have all the equipment and stuff like we do. So we make it work. Uh, Make sure, uh, yeah, join us on Sunday. We'll be back 6 p.m. Central. We'll talk more ball. Maybe we'll have a guest then, but... At that point, we'll have a lot of transfer portal stuff going down. So with that, we'll chop it up with y'all. I don't know. 
about a day or two. We'll definitely have some, uh, I'll have some update videos coming. So we'll talk then. Peace.